The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for listening to reruns, if you've been listening. Uh, this is your host, Maureen Kettis, and I have a special guest today. She's a New York Times bestselling author and speaker on corporate and personal productivity and organizing. She's been featured in New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Oh, The Oprah Magazine, and Men's Health, and um, oh, and Time Magazine as well. And she makes frequent appearances on uh, national TV and radio, including uh, the Today Show, Rachel Ray, and NPR's Fresh Air. She has a column that runs regularly in Red Book called Get Organized, which is giving you a clue as to what she does. Um, and she's worked with uh, American Express, GlaxoSmithKline, the Miami Heat, the New York City Mayor's Office, Viacom, MTV, and Hearst Magazines. And her name, Julie Morgenstern. Julie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Maureen. You're welcome. So tell us first, before we um, you know, get into um, some questions, uh, what is... A professional organizer. What? How do you define your business? Well, um, I I would say I, I'm a professional organizer and a and, and a productivity expert. So, um, which kind of broadens the definition of what I do. But a professional organizer, generally speaking, helps individuals and companies um, make the most of their space, their time information and their resources by designing systems to make people more efficient. And in in it, it always amazes me, but like in this economy, how have you found, is your business something that, that uh, people, you know, clients see as a help or a hindrance? Oh, I, you know, it's so interesting. I've, I've, I've been in business for 21 years, and so I've seen other you know, economic dips and had always survived them because, you know, when times get really tight, being organized with your time and your space is really uh, important. Um, and But when we were on the precipice of this one, I just was bracing myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like, who knows what's going to happen to the world and uh, are we going to still be relevant? Like, I don't think anybody knew if what they were doing was going to be relevant. I was worried this time. Right, and we've all had to reinvent ourselves. Everybody had to brace themselves. Like, when, when everything shakes down, you know, is your business still relevant? And, um, but thank God we are. And I am um, breathing a huge sigh of relief. And, um, and, and it's really true. It's, you know, there's a new economy now, and everybody is... is determined that even if money is starting to flow again, everybody still wants to be efficient and do more with less. And, you know, we just came out of an era of so much excess, excess everything, you know, and people need to 
really be impactful and effective with fewer resources in their companies, less, you know, smaller smaller workforces are going to stay. No one's going to beef back up and, and create fat staffs again. Um, and people are, have to work really hard and be very effective because it's very competitive. Right. So you can't afford to be disorganized. You've got to be organized at work, and you have to be organized at home as well because that's your landing and launching spot. You know, you've got to come home to a really organized space and, and springboard from that every morning in order to feel confident and clear and not frazzled and looking your best. Well, Lordy, so just, remi- just remind yeah. me not to have you over my house. <laughs> Do you find people are, you know, that you encounter are afraid um, to have you over <laughs> because of your ex? Uh, a little bit, you know. It's, but I, you know, I always tell people it's worse for me. I'm afraid to have people over my house. You know, it's like, oh, right. You know, or into my office. I'm really like, you know, I feel like I'm under the under the microscope. Um, I think people sometimes will, for a minute, say something and just, you know, oh, it's such a mess, and I don't even see it. I mean, I I really don't. It's like a doctor. You don't really notice it unless you're hired to look at it and. Um, a mess, and and I have always maintained that you can't tell whether a space is organized by looking at it. You can't tell because organization is much more about how a space functions than well, the, what it looks like. For that person, or the, those. So, What's how that? did you first become? I mean, how did you recognize in yourself that you had this ability, and what prompted you to turn it into an enterprise? I mean, you have quite an enterprise you've got going. Yeah, well, it started as I said, 21 years ago, and um, I. I started this business. I I was a notoriously disorganized person when I was growing up, all the way through grad school, and it kind of reached uh, this point in grad school where I wished there was a service that would rescue me from my chaos. <laughs> I just was, <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I really craved order, and I could not create it. And I, when I got to grad school, wished a service like this existed, and then I forgot about the idea. But years and years later, um, I was working, I was married, I was in the theater. My background was a theater. I was working in New York in the theater. And I got divorced, and I I skipped that I'd gotten organized in the meantime. Um, And I had gotten organized pretty much when my daughter was born, because I had to. I was like, this kid, this is not fair to do to another person. So I really buckled down and had a new motivation, and I was able to finally really figure out how to create a system. And um, and then I got divorced, and then I was like, I could help people get organized because I know what it's like to crave it and not be able to, to create it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started the business. So I kind of went through my own journey and then decided that I would work with other people so and help them. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, your, your, your books because you have best-selling books. And, and give us a sort of rundown of each one. Organizing from the Inside Out. What's that about, and how did that come about? Yeah, Organizing from the Inside Out was the original book, kind of the flagship principles that uh, teaches people how to organize, and it's mostly physical spaces, any kind of space, an office, a home office, a closet, a garage, your kitchen, um, your, you know, in any area from the inside out, which means you're designing that system based on the unique way that you think and your natural habits so that the system is foolproof, that it's easy to maintain, mm-hmm. and it works the way your brain works and it, achieve, you know, and, it, and, it, and it gets you to your goals. 
So, um, and that book has done, you know, extremely well, and it, it's a classic. It has become the Bible of organizing globally, actually. Wow. That's translated into many languages all over the world, and is the Bible that the industry uses, most professional organizers, that's their sort of primer. Uh-huh. And, um, and then clients, and it's just become the, the Bible. Does, it, of does your mother laugh because you were so disorganized when you were growing up, and now you're, you became <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, you know, I get those calls, you know, periodically who knew me when. The they were like, you know, Julie, I used to lose things in your house. You know, how could you be doing this? But, I mean, I used to get that earlier on. Now I think people, you know, I've been at this long enough that, you know, they see. Yeah. Okay, so time management from the inside out was um it's a book on that changes it's it's about its whole life and 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 changing your relationship and your perception of time so that you can manage it and then design a schedule and design a life that reflects again your unique style and your goals. How do you connect what you do every day to your 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 own personality and what you're trying to achieve in life? And and those two books have also been made into uh, PBS a PBS special. special, correct? Both of them. Yeah, That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you, then you have this <laughs> training program. Never check email in the morning. It's also a book. Yes. And, um, yes. So tell us about that one. Because so I check book, my email every morning. It, yeah. It is called Never Check Email in the Morning. That's the name of the book. Um, and it's a productivity. It's an approach to productivity that teaches people very small changes in their behavior or thinking that instantly make them more productive and change the, the, the relationship to work. It's very work-oriented, so it's not how to be productive at home. It's how to be productive at work. And it was uh, written out of my field work as I started to adjust my techniques as people's schedules got more demanding and they had less and less time to work with me and learn how to better manage their time. So there are these little mantras, these grab-and-go strategies that will, they're very small behaviors that will have a very dramatic impact on your effectiveness. And never check email in the morning is one of them. That's one of the techniques, and it actually puts you back in control of your day and enables you to get so much done. But it's not the whole morning, just listeners can. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. It's the first hour of every day. Right, because I, it's, I advocate it's stopping you, you from doing what was on your list. And it, and that's right. It adds onto your list. That's right. It adds more onto your list before you've touched anything on your list, and it and it sets your day out in reactive mode. And you want to flip that, and you want to start out proactively and do the most critical task of your day in your first hour, and it gives you an enormous surge of relief and accomplishment that fuels you for the rest of the day and also um, sort of even sends a message to yourself, who's in control here, you or that email box. Right. And it's really you. Um, Shed Your Stuff, Change Your Life is your new book. And yeah. I know it's about managing your change and letting go of clutters. So how did you come to write this one? Well, you know, it's a very common misperception that getting organized uh, is, it, it is, is about getting rid of things. And you see that everywhere. You see that on television shows about organizing, and all they do is make people throw things out. And people feel that that's what it's about. And organizing has nothing to do with getting rid of things. You can get organized without getting rid of a thing. And I've been teaching that for years. But I've, uh, I felt that the marketplace needed the voice to <laughs> explain 
what decluttering is. Decluttering is not organizing. Decluttering is a separate process which is about identifying what is obsolete in your life, in your space, in your schedule, in your habits, and releasing it as a catalyst for change. That's when you declutter and that's why you declutter. And this book is devoted completely to that. And, you know, we are all, whenever we're in the midst of change in our lives, we get very stuck, we get stuck in our heads, we don't know what to do, it's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. And decluttering your space or your schedule or your habits is a very tangible thing you can do to facilitate and catalyze that change. It's it's very powerful stuff. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Julie. In the meantime, you can go to Julie Morgenstern, spelled just like it sounds, dot com. And we will be back um, after a word from our sponsor, and uh, Justin is giving me the music. So we got to go. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What is whole person healing via body, via mind, and via spirit? It's a dedication to the widest selection of healing practices worldwide whenever possible. Hosted by Professor Rustam Roy, a noted material scientist and the founder of Friends of Health, who will be here each weekend with the most in-depth information about whole person healing from the world's leading practitioners, spokespersons, and major supporters for this viewpoint. Tune in every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the 
Show. And welcome back to PR Insider. Thank you for tuning in. We are taking emailed questions, and I did get a few, so email me at maureen at prinsider.biz. And don't forget, you can always get an archived episode on Voice America's website. Just look for my host page. Um, I've been on with Julie Morgenstern, and that's juliemorgenstern.com, and she's a professional organizer. Uh, How do you define your your title, actually, Julie? (laughs) It's it's very... Professional organizer doesn't sum it up. Give it a big blanket, a productivity expert, and I help people organize their space, their time, and uh, their, their resources so that they they're able to achieve whatever their goals are. And I work with individuals and companies. Productivity expert is a, is a really nice way to define it. So um, let's talk about, we, we talked about some of your best-selling books that have been turned into TV series, et cetera, et cetera. But um, let's talk about this thing called the Balanced Life Planner. Yeah. So uh, I guess it was about three or four years ago, Franklin Covey Company, who uh, produces planning planning tools, paper planners, and um, they, they approached me and asked if I would want to create a planner based on my principles of time management, and I did, and it's actually been great. And it, it is a paper planner, um, but there's been a great big swing back to paper, and there are a lot of people who are very paper-oriented, and they, they just work better paper to pen. Um, but it, I designed this um, most to help people plan their days in the proper balance. We're all trying to balance our time between work and personal lives, family and friends, you know, our own self-time and, and, and then maybe community time. And it's very hard to stay in balance. And this planning system is like a daily organizer and it helps you plan your time to keep track of that balance to make sure that you're really hitting all of the important parts of your life and you're spending time on the things that are going to really fuel each of those departments of your life. And one of the one of the things that it teaches is actually that, you know, as you plan your day, how do you plan your day realistically? And it's I think the only product on the market that does this, I'm sure it is actually, that it sort of treats each day as a container. Like think of a day as a closet. It's got it's got a beginning and an end. Time you wake up, time you go to sleep, all the space in between is the amount of time you have to work with. And as you choose what you're going to do each day, add a time estimate next to it. And you'll suddenly see whether you are planning a realistic day or you're planning, you're going to be awake for, you know, you've got eight hours to work with, but you've just planned 14 hours worth of stuff. And once you start to do that, it raises your awareness and then you start making choices on what's the more important thing and how do I streamline this. And I teach another tool that's in this planner called the 4Ds, where if you recognize by doing the math it's not going to fit, you can delete things, you could delay things, you can diminish things, like create a shortcut, or you can delegate them. And so it's sort of a time management coaching tool. Sums up all the coaching I do with clients inside the pages, and it, I and it really, I always really try works. to get too much in. I don't, I don't realistically Days events. So, um, so you, when did you begin uh, Julie Morgenstern Enterprises? When did that, uh, the actual, you know, com- turning these books and ideas into a company? Well, I started the business um, 21 years ago, and I would say that it was around six years into it that I um, that I wrote my first book, <clears throat> and then 
that was organizing from the inside out, and that did really, really well. And then I wrote the second book, and then really started to lift off. Um, and then, but it was just about five years ago, four or five years ago, that I really converted into an enterprise where. Um, before I had organizing services was one division and then what I call Julie Morgan Stern Inc., which is me as speaker, author, uh, media person. And then about four or five years ago, I started, opened a new division for corporate training, which was in response to market demand. People were just reading the books and executives were reading the books and loved it. And they'd have me speak, but they also wanted workshops. Uh, for their people, so I created this training division about four or five years ago. And, and at that point, I turned it into an enterprise. <laughs> and how did how so the staff that you have? Did they go out and do the Julie Morgenstern system, or is it um, is it just you going out on the field? No, no, no. I have about twenty six uh, organizers and time management coaches who go out in the field and work in my method. They, they are trained by me and they do my methodology. And I have about 10 facilitators uh, who, well, in-house. We have many more that we've trained. We've trained hundreds of uh, people to deliver the content. But that's, um, we have a, a core staff of about 10 facilitators who do workshops. Wonderful. And when you started your business, what kind of guidance did you receive? Well, when I started my business, I, of course, had friends, you know, giving me coaching and guidance, and I brainstormed with them. But I went to SCORE, Service Corps of Retired Executives. That was where I got my business counseling. And uh, it's part of the Small Business Administration. Uh, there are, I think, offices all over the country that are open from 11 to 2, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. You just walk in, and there are retired business executives who are volunteering their time and will just take you and talk to you and give you counseling. And I know they also are now online very active. I got, that was where I got my guidance. I had the greatest counselors. I had a guy named Erwin Copeland who was a marketing PR guy uh-huh. who really, you know, I was like, how do I get my name out there? And he said, you know, newspapers and television are always looking for content you got to create something, an event that they'd be interested in, do a messiest office contest. And, I mean, Irwin really was, I, I tell you, I think one of the reasons I did so well was because one of my first counselors was a PR guy. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody listening, you know, I mean, I'm in the right place. And then I also had a guy named Harry Lowenstein, who was more of the financial infrastructure business guy. And he was my other counselor, and the two of them were just, Wonderful, and guided me for years. Wonderful. I mean, that's amazing that you actually utilize the services that the government provides and to such a great benefit. Yeah, it's um, true. Now, what other services do you provide for companies besides uh, workshops? There are other yeah. Uh, well, for companies, so we serve three markets. We serve corporations and um, and government where we go in and I do speaking. I do most of the speaking in large groups, and then we do workshops on productivity based on Never Check Email in the Morning principles mm-hmm. from that book. And we train we train people to be more productive in their in their work days and in work teams. So there's a series of courses that we offer and teach. 
Um, so that's one market. We also do organizational assessments, like we'll go in and we'll study and the time management culture of a company. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool thing that we do, and we do work? one-on-one coaching for executives. Mm-hmm. And how does that work, the time management culture analysis? Oh, we go in and we do a series of, we do surveys and we do focus groups and we collect a lot of data and study and then produce a report that, that uh, lets a company know what its time management culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how are people operating, what kind of uh, hours they're putting in, what their workloads are like, how they are operating and getting things done or not getting things done, what they're up against. Give us a give us a um, a case study of some a company that you went in proud of and helped them. Um, I actually don't think I can do that. Oh, okay. I mean, I, it's all very confident to all the clients that I work with. I couldn't oh. really give a case. Well, study. some of these ones that you do mention, I, mean, I, um, I can give you a generic. I mean, I um a, a more generic is that. What, what we, well, what like, we're for saying? example, you mentioned that you worked with American Express or the Miami Heat or GlaxoSmithKline right. in your website. So uh, what would you do for a company like that? Or you can't say specific. Yeah, I mean, I've done speaking. I've done workshops. I've done all kinds of things at those companies. But, I mean, a specific case study I can't exactly give you okay. uh, because that's confidential, what their issues were and how we solved them and all of that. So... Um, when somebody wants to come up, uh, and work with you, what what steps do they have to do? Do they have to hire you, or is there some kind of first assess their needs? Uh, well, it's an individual or a company. Um, um, a company, let's say. Mm-hmm. What's that? A company. A company. So if a company is uh, interested in working with us, yeah, they would get in touch with us, and then they uh, somebody on our team would do an assessment, a, a you know, an initial intake and find out, ask them a ton of questions about what they're trying to achieve and what their frustrations are, et cetera. And then we would prescribe uh, our approach. You know, we just need to do a workshop. Do we need to do an assessment, you know, a a cultural assessment? And uh, sometimes we'll meet with the client, depending on the, the client, where they're located and the scale of the job. And we will prescribe a very customized solution. Do you ever work um, remotely because you're based in New York City, right? Do yeah. you ever work remotely or is it, or do your facilitators or coaches work remotely? Well, we do, um, we do video conferencing sometimes, right, for clients where we can actually do a workshop remotely that so, way. So if somebody we, listening is on the West Coast, for example, and they were right. interested, there's a way for them to work with you? Absolutely. Absolutely, and then we can we do we can do workshops through video conference. We also do coaching, it, like executive coaching or time management coaching can easily be done remotely. Mm-hmm. And your individual services are they um, <clears throat> affordable? Are they expensive? If somebody wanted to hire one of your coaches, um, for um, for uh, how do you price it? Is it by hour by? Yeah, time management coaching is typically done on a, a flat fee that's, uh, we, you know, there's packages of numbers of sessions. Um, and I think the pricing is good. I think it's value, it's very value-based. 
So I think people are pretty comfortable with it. It's not inexpensive, but I think it um, it works for people in terms of it's a very small investment for the gain that they get. Right. They must rave afterwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> are we running out of time? No, no, I'm saying they must be, you know, so thrilled with the results afterwards. I mean, there's people that are really have a hard time. Well, we are out of time. We have to take another break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to talk Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider, and I just want to announce that we're going to be starting a new series 
soon uh, where we analyze a business and see what their PR and marketing needs are. Uh, and I will be hosting along with another guest um, host who's been on the show before. Um, so if you know someone who wants their business analyzed for free, have them uh, email me at maureen at prinsider.biz and we'll uh, take a look candidate for the show. Um, I'm on with Julie Morgenstern. You can uh, read more about her on juliemorgenstern.com and uh, find out how to buy her books. And it's Julie Morgenstern Enterprises. She's a productivity expert, and I'm learning a lot that <laughs> my life is a mess. <laughs> so, um, Julie, um, yeah. it, in terms of uh, organizing methods that are out there on the market, how is yours different, and why do you feel that you've achieve this level of success? Why has yours struck a chord with so many people? I think it's because, well, my approach is very much from the inside out. That's number one. I really focus first on what is this individual or what is this company's goals and what's their unique character and what's keeping, you know, what are their, everybody's got their own little quirks. And I really don't think a system is going to be sustainable if you ignore that. You have to understand who you're working with and what you're working with. And people have their own eccentricities. They have their own limitations. They have their own areas of interest. And this is important to that person, but not in that. And you have to design a system around that. So I think part of it is that it really... It, it, it understands the person or the company and the true dynamics going on. It factors that in. And I've been able to codify that. I've been able to codify what was a very intuitive process for me uh, and be able to articulate it so that other people can either do it for themselves or I can train other people to deliver that same level of insight as they're designing the systems. So I think that's one reason. And I think another reason is because... I've got this knack for combining that kind of intuitive psychology, like factoring in both the psychology of human nature and really practical actions. And feedback that I get when people read the books or when I speak or work with a company is that my recommendations are profoundly practical. And it's a simple action that actually has this, it sort of solves, it looks like the tip of the iceberg, but it goes all the way down to the roots. And the practicality of it, I think, is very appealing to people. This is what you do. Um, and people it just must have works. a lot of aha moments with you, like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Exactly, exactly. And I think the beauty of it is that, you know, I heard somebody once say that when something sounds really simple, it means you're in the hands of a great expert. <laughs> and I think that that's so true, isn't it? You know, when you're dealing with somebody who's not exactly expert, it sounds so complicated. But you're able to get to, like, this is really how it works. And, uh, and, and I think there's a lot of ahas you, with clients. A lot of people equate organization with, you know, rigidity and being, you know, stuck. Do you yeah. think the opposite is true? Do you think being organized yeah. gives you more flexibility, or do you think it is a little bit... Regimented. No, no, no. I, I, I agree with you that that's the perception and the fear, but I actually think if you do it right, it's extremely liberating. And it allows for flexibility and it allows for creativity and it allows for spontaneity. The more organized you are, I think the more engaged you can be in work and in life, 
and really adapt to what's going on. Uh, so it's very freeing. It's the opposite of what people think. If it's done right, I mean, it can, you can also have somebody, I mean, you can have a system that's incredibly rigid. I think people interpret organization differently and people apply it differently. And if it's really rigid, I, it's just, it's, I don't think it's good to anybody. I don't think it achieves the purpose. If I have a listener who, um, let's say it's an individual, and they, they're listening to the show and they, they, they want to start somewhere. Their life is a mess. Their office is a mess. Their house is a mess. They, and let's say they're not budgeted for um, hiring a coach, but they could buy a book of yours. Which, which one would they start with? What, and how can they um, uh, sort of do it in a way that's manageable, take on this new goal of theirs to get organized? How can they do it slowly and manage, manage it? Yeah. I do think when you're dealing with both time and space, I actually recommend starting with space. I think it's very tangible, and your, a disorganized space actually steals a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. So if you can organize your space first, you'll have more time to work with, and then you can work on time management after. So I always say start with space uh, first. So organizing I, from the inside out? That book. I would start with organizing from the inside out and and then pick one room a room that you spend a lot of time in, um, your living room or your bathroom or your kitchen, or, your, you know, maybe it's your closet, you know, something that you're in all the time, and organize that first. Organize just one space from beginning to end and go through. It's a three-step process that I teach people where you analyze the space and then you strategize what is it going to look like and then you attack it and then you transform it. And it's a very methodical process. Um, And if you do that in just one small space, you'll learn the process, you'll experience it, and you'll have benefit from it multiple times every day because you're in that space all the time. And that'll motivate you to then tackle the next space and the next and the next. And you can go slowly through your home or your office by starting with a small space. That's really what I recommend. The new book, Shed Your Stuff, Change Your Life, is another place people may want to start. So, And that's if they're just bogged down in, um, if they're feeling like they're on the verge of or in the midst of a transition in their lives and are feeling stuck and weighed down, um, Shed is a good place to start. And that's not about organizing. That's about decluttering to help that change along get a little clarity on where they go from here. And people, if you feel organized, but you just feel like you're weighed down by stuff, you're organized, you know where your stuff is, but there's just too much of it. Mm -hmm. Or your schedule's okay, but it's just so overpacked. Then you might want to look at Shed Your Stuff, Change Your Life as the first point of entry. Do you Um, think our, our lives now have, are we dealing with more than people, let's say, of our parents' generation? Time management? I do think we are. I think our lives are far more complex than they were a generation or two or three ago. I mean, dimensions of of of, of time have changed. We've got 24/7 the internet and all of the communication devices that we have. It's global. It, you know, work and home really overlap and intercombine all the time. And it's much harder to organize time. It's just, it's just, it's like a new texture. And I think we have to adapt to it and create new strategies. I mean, multitasking used to be one of the top time management strategies that was taught last generation of time management experts. Mm -hmm. 
right? You need to get more done in less time, multitask. Well, actually, (laughs) since it's scientifically proven that it doesn't work, and we've become a multitasking culture, right? I mean, people multitask all the time. People are constantly doing three things at once. They're walking down the street, looking in their little iPhone, you know, instead of just stopping and asking somebody for directions or trying to get their GPS. They tell them how to walk from this street to that street. But people multitask all the time, and it doesn't work, and it's kind of started to mess up our ability to focus on anything for an extended period of time, which means we can't really solve problems and we can't really innovate. We can't really create and we're not doing our best work and we're not efficient because we interrupt ourselves every seven minutes to see what is in our email box. What Do you think there are some people who can multitask and maybe they're a small population, part of the population? I think there used to be. I think it's changed. I think for a long time there were people who could multitask and they could do 12 things at once and finish them all by the end of the day. But I think that that has shifted. And I think because there's so much coming at people, you don't get to control the 12 balls. You've got your 12 things you're trying to work on and then 42 more come at you. Most people are finding that they can't do it anymore because they can't choose how many balls they're juggling. There's just too many balls being thrown at them. True. I mean, I think I've noticed personally when I'm on vacation, I have an incredible Mm -hmm. memory. When I'm in at work in my life, my memory just sucks. (laughs) And I'm wondering, you know, that's a direct, direct, direct symptom of multitasking. Multitasking puts stress on the frontal cortex of the brain, which is where memory happens. Ah, And so it short circuits. And studies have demonstrated that it does impair memory. Multitasking impairs memory. So people walk into rooms and they don't know what they were doing there. I mean, it's and and and, and if you learn something while multitasking, your retention is a fraction of what it would be if you learned it when you were focused on it. So people learn things and absorb things, and then they forget them. Mm-hmm. But they really learned it in the moment. But they learned it in the middle of like three other things. Well, when we, um, we're going to take a break in a minute, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about how you organize your own personal life running this big enterprise. Sure. Um, if you've ever had to deal with people with ADD, really severe problem, clutter disorder. Sure. Um, okay. And I want to talk a little bit about your marketing and PR strategy. So we will um, go to a break, and when we come back, we will have more with Julie Morgenstern. Check out her website, juliemorgenstern.com. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... 
Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at vertexpr.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and don't forget to go to um, the Voice America website and type in the PR Insider or Maureen Kettis, and you'll find my show, and um, you can always archive it, listen to it while you're on the Stairmaster, but would that, would that be considered multitasking? Julie Morgan, it, our expert it guest? It could be. <laughs> it could be. So if you're on you the know? Stairmaster at the gym... Um, but I think that's true. If you're on the Stairmaster, ideally, if you could just focus on your body moving and your form, that's actually, you know, in many cases, you'll, you'll, you'll exercise better. Uh-huh. Most people try to distract themselves from, you know, their exercise, but then they're not focused on form and they're not doing as good of a job. So let's talk about you personally for a minute. Um, sure. You run this very big. I mean, you've got 36 uh, employees or more, and you've got books, and you're out. Like, how do you still have time for your personal life, your relationships, your gymnastics? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've learned over the years um, how essential that time off is mm-hmm. to fuel, truly fuel my energy for work. And it fuels my brain power. It fuels my energy. I it it it's kind of a non-negotiable. And I and I learned that over the years. You know, at first, you know, when you first start your business, you're just happy to work 15 hours a day. You know, you'd work longer if you could. You know, but over the years, I've just discovered I have that time off is part of the overall mix. And if I leave that out, then the machine kind of sputters and. I'm just, I'm not thinking as clearly. I'm not as innovative. I obsess over stupid problems at work that are, I can't figure out the answer to. But when I, you know, step away and break away 
answers come, perspective comes, ideas come when you, when you leave it and you do something else that just fuels you. It's like taking a towel, drink of water. And, you know, I, I just, it's just, it's so essential to the mix. I can't, I don't think I'm a, I, I think it's in the best interest of my business for me to do this. I know it is. Uh-huh. It makes me a more uh, creative and effective worker. So, so allow yourself, give yourself permission, take the necessary. So I want to ask you, I have a family member and a former business associate. My family member has a pretty severe case of AD. And my former associate had a very bad, um, has a very bad clutter. Can't throw anything out. I tried helping a couple of times he got very angry um, by not throwing anything out, but by just organizing it into piles. Um, do you ever work with people that have sort of severe problems? Yes, I do. And what do you do? With <clears throat> and we do. You know, uh, try to break them up into sort of separate things. So somebody who just can't get rid of anything, I'm working with a client right now like that, my company is, and um, I'm doing the coaching and I have one of my organizers working with this person hands-on. Mm-hmm. And it's a professional person, it's a woman. She's very bright. She's very accomplished. She's actually relatively organized but has never been able to get rid of anything, can't get rid of anything. And um, so one of the things that I just... So the way we work with somebody like that is, you know, you have to sort of... Study what is create like why not why is it so difficult? In this client's case, all the, it it she we discovered that she kind of doesn't have believe I'd say buried under that clutter all of that stuff that she has is the belief that she doesn't know how to make decisions and we kind of got under it and it was like when she was younger her mom made all her decisions for her. this is what looks good on you this is what you know she told her what to wear every day. But just talking about the clothes in the closet, and she's just terrified of making a decision because her decision-making abilities were never developed. So when we found out what's keeping her from getting rid of things is that her decision-making abilities were never developed. Somebody else always made those decisions for her. We've been coaching her and teaching her how to develop criteria for making decisions. And it's working. It's amazing. Wow, so you're really really doing the psychologist. I guess so. I mean, there's, a, <laughs> there is, there's a lot of psychology to it. There really is a lot of psychology. And, you know, but we always tie the psychology to the practical, to the action, to, you know, it's, it's not sitting there, why, did, why what weren't you, you know, how terrible was that that you weren't, that those skills were never developed in you. They weren't. That's what's keeping you from getting rid of anything. So let's train you in how you make decisions. It's amazing. She's gotten rid of like, I don't know, about 60% of her stuff wow. easily. And she's making the decisions. And once, once she knows how to make the decisions, it's going to be fine. So you have to diagnose. You do. That's what we do. And that's, that was your person who has so much stuff. Yeah. And then, and, ADD. And then the ADD. Yeah, we work with a lot of clients with ADD. And... Um, I'll tell you, if they, you know, we only know if they tell us because a lot of people display ADD-like behavior, but they're not necessarily ADD. We don't diagnose that. But if a client says, I've been diagnosed with ADD, I will tell you that 
more often than not, if someone's been diagnosed, tells us they've been diagnosed and they are have medication for it, they do better with organizing. They're able to sustain the systems and they're able to sort when of... When they have the medication. Stay focused. Yeah, medication yeah. helps in, yeah. as for the organizing side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, you know, ADD, it's, you know, if you're dealing with physical organizing, the way we design spaces is very, very, very visual, so it really helps people to maintain the systems they get. it. We, we design everything like a kindergarten classroom. That's the principle. Kindergarten model for organizing every like space. You, div- <laughs> you divide the space into activity zones. Oh, I like that. And everything's stored at its point of view. So you do that room by room in, in your house. You do that in your office. You do that in your filing system. What are the zones? What are the activities that take place in the space? And then uh, what are the things you need to do that activity? And you rearrange the space into activity zones. And it's, it's foolproof. You can't mess it up. Wow. Five-year-old can't mess it up. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So just quickly, let's take, before we end the show, I want to find out a little bit about your PR and marketing out, and branding outreach. Um, how have you been, what have you been doing? Do you have an in-house publicist? Are you uh, doing it all yourself? What are you doing? What is your yeah, it's, it's evolved over the years. I've done a lot of it myself. I, early on, I just haven't, a pre, well, Irwin taught me. Like, <laughs> yes, Irwin taught me. He said, you know, the People that are producing media need good content. So something flipped in my brain, and I was like, oh, there are clients that have a need, and they became a client group to me, even though they don't pay me. Right. Right? I, I find out what do they need and how can I service them. So I've been very PR-oriented for many, many, many years and um, have developed a lot of relationships. I did a lot of outreach early on. And then I've always provided excellent content, really good service, quick turnaround. You know, they want always fresh ideas, fresh tips, et cetera. And because I have a business, I'm generating fresh ideas all the time, and it's usually really compelling stuff. So I just nurture those relationships, and I spend a good portion of my time on media and PR. And that's been the primary marketing machine. I know there are many other types of marketing but that's really mostly what we do, and then we provide killer service, and our clients refer us. And I'm stringent with my team on their quality of service because I think that's really how you build a business. Have you you've got to make it media- visible, and then you've got to get repeat business. Have you found new media to be helpful with the blogging? I know you blog and Twitter. Yeah, and- I blog and I Twitter, and I think so. I still don't have my arms fully wrapped around it. I don't think anybody really does, quite frankly. I just don't think anybody's figured it out. But you just throw yourself into it, you know, and you learn it as you go. I, I Twitter has been pretty good to me, I think. I don't know. I have, I don't know, 4,600 followers or something like that. You know, it's not 100,000, but I a decent group, and or maybe it's 5,600. I can't remember. Um, and I've just been at it for, I don't know, six months or something oh, like that. So uh-huh. that's not too bad, right? No, very good. Very good. It should yeah. probably double in another six months. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I think it's been good. It's been interesting. I don't know what exactly it's brought. It's been a little harder to measure. It's just moving. Well, maybe we'll have you on and analyze your business. Um, Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Have you on again. So this is um, your host, Maureen Kettis, and I was talking with Julie Morgenstern. Check out her website, juliemorgenstern.com.
www.princeofpeace.com. And don't forget to go to uh, my website, prinsider.biz, or to Voice America's website. We're on 24-7 on demand. And I just want to thank my incredible guest and my executive producer, John Missile, Justin Jackman. And don't forget to relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.